Hello and welcome to another episode of Power On Podcast Portable. How is everyone doing out there? My name is Sushi B, and with me, of course, is the wonderful, awesome, uh, I don't know, magnetic Taylor. I'm the wham. Known as Motorbiter Five Five Three. He draws people in. <laughs> I'm a wham. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing all right. I was so. Uh, pretty good. Uh, without revealing too many details, it has been a long time actually since we've done a recording. So this is a little exciting to get back into it. And we've uh, hopefully chosen a very good game to plunge back in. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, that are we. We've bit off more than we can chew getting oh, back maybe. into the groove of things. Ooh, a little bit, yeah, maybe. <laughs> this one did take a little time to put together um, for various reasons. I'm but... blaming it all on you. I yeah, was, you can blame it on mostly was, on me for sure. I, I was, totally, I was definitely, I was ready. A little, little behind the ball on it. Um, <laughs> but anyways, I, I, regardless of that, I would like for you to take the reins for the most part here because this is a franchise you're much more uh, knowledgeable about than I am. I've only played a few games in the series, so I just think that it would be a lot better to defer to your, uh, not necessarily opinion, but your fountain of knowledge when it comes to, to this franchise so why don't you uh, introduce it today usually i do so why don't you go ahead oh i see how it is you're shirking all and i have a phone call going in the background of course oh, well, you do. I do of course i do oh uh, it's actually not my phone so i'll okay. it on other people anywho uh <laughs> without further ado well, we're actually going to be uh, talking about uh fire emblem Rekonoken, or as it's known in north america strictly as fire emblem and that is correct da-da-da. Um, yeah, it's it was uh, it was not the first Fire Emblem game I played. Was it for you? Uh, ye- yes, it was the first one actually. As I said, did not play that because it came out in like two thousand three, towards yeah, the, I see, the end of the year. Two thousand three. Uh, I didn't play it till a little after that. I have a weird story with this. I couldn't find the game for a while, hmm. and I had a friend who uh, I had traded games with. He he lived in another place. And he, I just asked him, I was like, you know, if you're going to trade something with me, why don't you get me Fire Emblem? I can't find it. And he was like, uh, I'll see what I can do. And he kind of hemmed and hawed. And then, like, lo and behold, it came in the mail one day. And I was just like, whoa, this is awesome. And like, I've gotten Fire Emblem. I can't believe it. <laughs> so it was, I don't remember what I traded for. I think I gave him a couple of uh, Dreamcast games or something at the time. So, But, uh, okay. yeah, it was cool to get it in the mail. And I was like, oh, this game looks great. And, yeah, had a way with it. So. I would say I... I didn't play this until I want to say like 2005 or something, 2006, and it okay, was not not far after though. No, but I mean, it, but I had played Sacred Stones before. Uh, oh, okay. so I'd seen somebody playing Sacred Stones, and they're like, "Oh, you know," I was like, "That's looked kind of cool," and they're like, "Oh, we'll give it a shot," and I blitzed through it, and they're like, oh, "Okay, if you liked it so much, try this one, give this one a go," and so um, I played through it, and I didn't dive into everything because. This one has a lot of stuff you can kind of... <laughs> you have to be kind of pointed in the right direction to be able to uncover some of the things in it. Mm. <laughs> there, Which is the case with pretty much all the Fire Emblem games. But uh, this one does have a few unique bits about it where it has pretty much the same story but being told through different perspectives. Right. And so that kind of adds to it. And in doing so, you know, playing it this time around, I actually did all that kind of stuff. So it helped uncover something I didn't quite realize about 
uh, one of the the characters that was we'll talk about later. But right. um, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. 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 so I got a question. I, I, when is the the first Fire Emblem game is on the Famicom? Was that in the eighties? I guess right. Uh, early nineties. I think it was like ninety or ninety one. Okay. Now, I don't know if you know, I have never really found any details, and perhaps someone listening could lead us in the direction. What's Nintendo's reasoning for not bringing out Fire Emblem when it initially released with some of the other uh, titles? I, I don't really know what their reasoning was, if they were just thinking, oh, this is too difficult or, or whatever. But, I mean, stuff such as uh, Earthbound or Mother 2, whatever, that kind of came out. I don't really understand what's their... Well, yeah, one what's did. their backstory? No, that one didn't, but <laughs> so. but so, but still, that came out a lot earlier than Fire Emblem did, and Fire Emblem had been a series for quite a while, so I don't really understand. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. I I really have no idea. Maybe uh, they thought it's too much to translate, but it's not as if they hadn't translated other big games, so mm-hmm. it's I don't know. I don't know. I'd almost kind of notched up towards being a bit difficult to to kind of bring it over for one reason or another. Yeah, there must be some reasons, but this this one is is what the sixth or seventh entry, right? Uh, I think it's the seventh. Okay, so I mean, so. it took them. I mean, there were six games prior to, and then they finally just thought, well, let's just bring this one on the GBA of all things. I was gonna say, yeah, like, and it's it's kind of weird that they do that because. It, I think it all kind of hinges on Melee, Smash Brothers Melee, because they had Roy and Marth, and they had these characters do really, really well. Ah. And so they brought over the first Fire Emblem, like the first Fire Emblem game for the North America, <laughs> North American audiences, because of those two characters being received really well, which oh, okay. is kind of weird. You'd almost kind of figured they would have done the sixth game, because that's also the GBA, and that's actually... Roy's story, but yeah. the the one that we're going to be talking about today is uh, actually a prequel to that, and it's all about Ellawood, which is Roy's father, and what mm. kind of happens all before that and stuff, which is kind of an interesting bit because uh, the the Fire Emblem games have they have been done in like you know your typical story one, and then the kind of the sequel uh, with the Super Famicom like Seisen no Kefu. And uh, when there's a genealogy of a holy war, uh, holy war and Thracia seven seven six, they um it's like a interquel. Mm. So the genealogy is there's a ten year gap, there's a gap between t- uh, two generations of lives, and that's when Thracia takes place is in that gap, which is which is a pretty nifty way to do it. And then they decided to do a prequel, which is. I mean, it, it kind of Lynn's character is a little, a little bit of a, a question mark because it doesn't quite translate. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you can you can pin her in certain things, but it, it she doesn't come up at all in in uh, the the previous story. So it's kind of it's, but it's still done really well. So mm-hmm. no, it's funny because uh, for a long time, most people just thought that the first. Uh, like I guess strategy RPG to come out on a console was Shining Force, which is essentially Sega beating Nintendo to the punch in North America, and I'm not sure, but probably Europe too. 
mm. which you know it's just a ripoff essentially of, of the original fire emblem game which is kind of interesting mm. when you think about that yes and no i mean they not are exactly like, but, I, I, think I, but it, I mean the story is pretty close and well, stuff like, I, mean. I think i remember reading somewhere that the um that they uh the shining force guys saw fire emblem and either they didn't even think of it when they were making shining force or they're like yeah let's not be like that because <laughs> i mean i mean they had that the permadeath which oh yeah they, there's some differences for sure right. but i mean if you look at the story and stuff you're kind of like okay that's, that's well that's more of a, similar a fantasy trope i would argue than... that too that too but um, anyways anyways but that's just so interesting though that came out and that series has kind of died out right and fire Emblem has been going the whole time and, and there's a whole nother topic we could talk about there but anyways, right. why don't we start getting into fire Emblem here and um now, I, I enjoy like, the plot and stuff like that, but mm. having this game, especially if this was the first game, mm. Mm, uh, I'm not going to lie, it's it's kind of confusing because you're, you're thinking, well, there seems to be all these connections to other things that are supposed to be going on, but you're not really given everything because you only have so much game here to spread around. Mm. And uh, it seemed quite obvious even the first time that I played, I actually played this maybe 10 years ago now or something. I played through the Elliwood story and I was thinking, well, this is what is going on. There's just a lot of details, uh, even the ending. I'm not going to say anything about it other than it's just sort of uh, quite like, huh? <laughs> like it doesn't really <laughs> clarify much. You sort of get this idea that something's going to be clear and then it just sort of ends. Not on a big cliffhanger, but just more or less this question mark. Sort well, of a because that's Empire because... Strikes Back ending, right? Like, <laughs> kind of like, oh, there must be more to this kind of thing. Well, that's <laughs> because it's a prequel, so they're kind of right, so... giving it to giving but they don't tell you to... that in the instructions right. or anything, so right. you don't know that. And it doesn't help that yeah, they've sort of Nintendo sort of like, okay, we'll release this one, but not these old ones and this and this. I mean, <laughs> so well, I mean, Fire Emblem is kind of screwy in North America. Right. So, so uh, the story in this one isn't bad. I don't. It's not bad. It's but... not bad. Like and having played the 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 binding binding sword, like fuing no tsurugi, it's uh, it, it meshes well for the most part. Mm -hmm. But it's of course there are some discrepancies where you kind of like mm, the the translation for the English one. Uh, there there's a bit of a little bugger up there as well for some of the things from what I've heard and. So, like, because I played this one in Japanese this time around, so, and I can't remember, <laughs> I can't remember eight, you know, eight, nine years ago how right, it was right. in my head <laughs> when I was playing at that time. So, right. but, uh, it's, I personally, I would, yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good, I think a good starter for the series, unlike mm. Awakening, because I think Awakening is garbage, but that's another. <laughs> <laughs> I still played that one, and I, I'm terrified to play it, because. Uh, there's a lot of games that you and I don't necessarily not I wouldn't say disagree on but just don't have the same view on but Fire Emblem is something I'd like to hear your opinion on and sort of I feel a similar opinion as yours but just because you've played the other ones you have much more understanding of what's going on and when you say that Awakening sucks and, or that you dislike it maybe not that it sucks but you dislike it uh, I look at it and I'm like wow I bought that game and now I'm not sure because Taylor's is not I, that good. I bought it and so. sold it. I sold it. I, I, I sold it before I came back. That's the only Fire Emblem game I think you've ever sold, yeah. right? <laughs> so that's saying well, a lot. So 
it's I don't know, but just, anyways, we're not talking about that. <laughs> just to, just so that people know, I just think this I don't like the how they do the story. The story is not very good. Play mechanics are fine, so if you just wanted to kind of do it for that, that's fine. No, that's it's it's a little a little too generic, I think, in its maps, but yeah. But yeah, that can be a whole another thing for another time. Uh but yeah, for this one actually there's there's a lot of stuff going on for it. And they kind of bring about this uh this tutorial mode if you will for this for for fire emblem here and it's it's kind of it's lynn's story sort mm-hmm. of it's kind of her introduction into the higher echelon of of people in the in the in the world there and which is alib 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 i can't remember what the how to how to pronounce it's like alib i think for the continent you're gonna back me up on this, or you're just gonna have me ramble. Uh, ramble. You I, I, yeah. son of a. It's a. I, I, don't think, know. I think you're, I, you're probably saying it right. Uh, yeah, I, I think know. I think I think it's called Elib or Elib. Um, and so it's it's kind of it's showing how she gets into the whole fray, and it's ah, oh, what is it? Ten chapters, I believe. Uh, the first or is, Lynn, chapters. Yeah, and it is super easy because it's a tutorial it's unfortunately way too simple it doesn't really give you a sense of what is actually gummy no 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 and that's and i think it's good because it's a tutorial because it kind of it gets you into the the mode of it but it doesn't throw a lot at you which can kind of come back to bite you later on because you're like oh, why didn't I would suggest it does <laughs> I mean, they should have at least cranked it up a little bit on maybe the last two or three chapters to mm. give you a sense of some danger but even if you put units in complete danger, surrounded by other uh, enemy units, they don't, or there's very low chance they're gonna die. They're probably uh, gonna dodge. Oof. They might die, but they're they're more likely to dodge or, mm. or avoid attacks and things like that. So. And the thing is, this is one of those rare instances in Fire Emblem that, I, if I recall right, if a character does you know, fall in combat during this part, there's they still come back after the that company is reinterjected into the into the storyline to the main storyline well yeah after after or like the continuation right well when Lin- oh, okay Lin- i didn't Tales know finishes and then you pick if, if if you have if you're playing for the first time when you go through El- ellawood's story when lynn's characters and her compatriots are joining into the fray if any of them had passed away during that that initial part, I think they come back in this one. I could be wrong, okay. but I I do remember that being the case. You might be right. I, I don't recall that. So. Uh, maybe I didn't have characters die though. It, well, it was uh, it's, it's hard for them to die. <laughs> right. <so. laughs> you you'd have to be doing a lot wrong. I mean, yeah, there right. the certain character like the uh, Ninian, the the dancer. The. She's all and, right, I guess. But anyways, anyways, yeah. I think I don't think you use her, but I think you, you use Nils. I think that's it's the bard, uh, the first part. Elliot. No, oh, um, it's part. I'm trying to remember. I think it's, I think it's. Uh, that's a good question. I, I think it's Nils. Mm, is it Nils? You don't use Ninian very much. No, but in you general, use, she's only in a couple of battles where she's actually playable. It's Nils, and then Nils. Nils is used a lot more. Yeah. It's Nils at the beginning because I remember because you need to do something specific with him, get him to level seven. Um, oh, that's right, pro- prologue. Oh, but, oh, no, yeah, so no, and it's, extra chap, right? And it sounds right. He, I mean, yeah, if he gets hit, he he goes. But 
Yeah, he goes pretty fast. He, right. he can't take even one shot, pretty much. Right. And so, yeah, that's... But, yeah, it's, it's I think as a starter for people who have never played Fire Emblem before, it's a good start because you have a lot of different types of units, which, I mean, if you're playing it for the first time, you're not going to really have any idea what, what does what. Mm. You're just going to be like, okay, I have some random, you know, horseman. Dude, yeah, yeah. And, this girl can do this. Right, you know, and I guess this, hmm. this game has a fantastic feature with the right uh, trigger button that allows you to get sort of details on weapons or characters or enemies, this kind of stuff. It's actually really nice. It's a, it's a great addition. Right, and that's, yeah, it's good to kind of have that so you know, like, what's what the characters are and stuff. And, I mean, if you if you select a character, you can move them around and it'll show it. And you can also select enemy units to see how far they'll go in their attack range and stuff. Right. And that generally helps. But, I mean, it's... It takes it's, a lot of strategy and a lot of wear on the eyes on a, on a GBA game. So. Oh, yeah, especially, yeah, if you're playing on an old GBA right. handheld there. And... But but yeah, they're throwing a lot at you, and I think that this is a good good start for the series because if they started off with something like the original Fire Emblem, okay, that makes sense. But in the same hand, there's probably gonna be a lot of people that are gonna be like, yeah, fuck this, I'm not what because <laughs> you know? right. because that's original, a little archaic now. Right. Well, even even back then, it it would probably have been really aggravating. For a lot of people, and they probably just been like, "Yeah, we're not doing this," because there's there's so much stuff that you gotta do for that one. But this, however, keeps things basic. They kind of teach you that you, you should be visiting houses, um, to you know that certain units can steal things, and you know you can do these sort of things. And right. uh, it's it's a good kind of like, here you go, here's a little start. Right. <laughs> but this yeah, this is uh, over time the evolution of the series and, and stuff, I presume. And, uh, the developers being like, well, you know, I should probably try to ease this up here and there and, and stuff. I mean, the thing is, the first 10 chapters are super easy, but even Ellerwood's stuff isn't too bad. There, it, there are challenging chapters, mm. but uh, compared to Hector, it, it's still a lot easier. Hector's stuff is a lot more challenging. Well, but that's the thing, though. Hector's stuff come, isn't available until after right. Right. you beat the game. And right. that's I think that's a good way to kind of do it is that all right, you did this. There's not only just a normal mode for this sort of stuff. There's also a hard mode to where I think you right. get lesser units. The enemy units are a little higher level and stuff like that. So it's not just that it's you know it's slightly harder. Do you get less units? I'm not sure about that, but you, uh, maybe there's more enemy I, units. Probably. I could have swore that you only get like at least in, in Hector's hard mode, you get only like seven or eight units to pick from and stuff on maps. Oh, on maps, not not necessarily less characters. No, 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 no. I oh, just mean, okay, I, I just mean for the maps, and, and you that, can only take so many in, into your party into battle, and that's the thing is that nice. with this this game, there's you get around, you know, around ten to twelve, sometimes a little higher depending on the map, but it's kind of around that range for most of the game. Right, around that. Sometimes you get up to fourteen, fifteen. Right, but, right, uh, right. And then the odd time, I think under ten once in a while, but usually not not that far under ten. So. But, uh, okay, well, just to sort of wrap that up a bit, I mean, which um, which sort of path do you find uh, you enjoyed more? Um, well, this time around, I played through all of the both 
Lynn and Ellawood story, and I beat that. And then I, we were, you know, we were talking about doing the Hector mode as well because there are certain nuances that um, get that don't get explained unless you play through Hector's. And so I did that. And yeah. there's certain things that you have to, certain parameters that you have to meet it, to get to do some of the things in Hector's which will allow you to get like the definitive ending kind of thing, I guess you'd say. Mm. And some of that stuff, by golly, it could be yeah, like, it would probably be really, really difficult. However, for me, it was a breeze. Like I, mm. I don't, <laughs> don't want to like sound a little obnoxious about it, but when I played through Hector's story, I must've been in the zone and getting some uh, major random generated number goodness because I was just, all the characters that I was I was using were just just beasts. They just would not tolerate any of the black thing. <laughs> no tolerance. No, no, no tolerance. No, no tolerance. And like even the the one that you need to do to uh, unlock like a super secret chapter. Like, did you do that as well, or is that the side quest to the side quest? Right, right, right. Yeah, I think I, I unlocked that one. Uh, like, I don't know how, but I, I think I did. Well, because you have to you have to get Nils to level seven, and then you also have to beat. You don't technically slam, but you have to beat one of these kind of enigmatic. It's kind of like an enemy, but he doesn't. The mage dude. Mm. He's got the, the, the seal block. That one. Right, right. Is that right, the one? Yeah. Right. You got to go around and kill everybody but him, kind of thing, and certain amount of turns and blah, blah, blah. Right. Kish, Kish, fairly Kishuna, Kishuna, I think is the name. Um, Probably, yeah. Because some of the names might be a little different I, than that. I think you can fight him at some point, or you can fight him near the end, but you still got to do another chapter, I think, after that one where you have to do something similar. And I think the second time I just thought, I'm not doing this the second time. I don't really care about it. Oh yeah. That's, kind of that's like near the end. And if right, you, you, you have to do another within, thing and then you can fight them. You have to beat that uh, chapter. Like the, I think it's like cog of destiny where you're like blitzing through and there's a storm of enemy units and right. stuff. And, and I just thought, you know what? I, I don't really need to do this. This is and, not that important. So. so I did that. I did it all. And <laughs> mm. like Fire Emblem is one of those series that I, I like to, to keep all the characters alive and it, after i've played it through once i'd like to look at some of the things that you, you mean i mean yeah you could go and test trial and error to figure out some of that stuff but it's going to take you ages mm. so um after looking to see what i needed to do i just proceeded to do it my own kind of way kind of thing and just be like okay i'm gonna do this i'm not you know and so i did that and got that kind of stuff i personally i i mean I think, um, I think Hector's Hector's story, his version of things, are a lot more fun. Mm -hmm. Just because I think it's a little bit more challenging, especially on hard mode. It's it's a lot more challenging. But but yeah, that's just me. How about yourself? Yeah, I I would probably go with Hector's uh, story as well. Uh, this time I just didn't have a chance to get all the way through Elowoods. I that's obviously I'd done it the first time I played the game because Hector was available already. Mm. Um more or less a lot of it is is the same not all of it obviously but a lot of the chapters are the same or very similar uh hector does have a few more extra uh, bonus chapters that you can do uh i found hector i mean i haven't played fire emblem in a long time so i found a lot of it uh was was quite challenging at, at times and this time the first time i played the game uh yeah characters had died i just thought you know what i just like to play the game i, I want to enjoy this i don't really feel like going through the heartache of having a character die and then being, oh, I got to do this chapter again. I just didn't do that. But this time I did. I, I decided to try to 
uh, recruit all the characters. I might have missed somebody one or two like that I just didn't know about, but mm. I, I did all that kind of thing and, and I enjoyed it. But there were definitely some chapters where you know somebody moves in the wrong position by by yourself, not having uh, thinking ahead kind of thing or, or whatever, and then somebody gets shot down or whatnot. And there goes forty five minutes of your life down the drain. Usually, <sighs> usually not that bad. But I had a couple of times, yeah, where it was literally the last guy down and. I just had moved into the wrong position kind of thing and they got smoked. But generally, it was usually early on in the battle, so you're not too angry about restarting. But uh, anyways, yeah, I'd probably say Hector as well. Uh, partly too, because Elowood's a bit of a, a, a board. He's, he's, he's okay, but he's a bit of a cardboard cutout, whereas Hector's got a lot more personality. Mm. And, and I like his, his interplay with Lynn a lot. So. All right. I, I, Lynn is probably my favorite, though. Out of the three, Lynn is probably my favorite character. I really enjoy her sort of little bit of backstory and, and uh, just the mentality she has and stuff. So. Mm. I would say, yeah, they're like, out of the Lords. It definitely goes to the nod goes to Hector because mm. he's one of those characters that if you, um, <laughs> he gets that, like the no, the no damage kind of thing a lot, or he's just, Later he's, on, he's, a, he's a tank. He's a beastly tank. Later on he becomes at first he he's, tricky to use at first because uh the axes are, are hard to sort of uh put together sometimes just but we'll get into this in a moment but mm. you know uh, we'll talk about the sort of uh weapon wheel that they have and stuff like that. right and or, or whatever they call it I forget. the like weapon triangle but the yes the, th the thing that always kind of i liked about fire emblem is that they do have these little parameters to unlock the these kind of secret side Gaiden uh, chapters, mm -hmm. and uh, if you, when you play it through the first time, you're not going to know these things unless you looked up some sort of guide or something for it, and then you're like, oh, okay, yeah, you're getting to. But it, it's it feels a little bit more rewarding to go through it once and be like, okay, and then you know, sometime down the road, be like, you know what, I want to see all the, all this other stuff is if you like it a lot, and then um you can actually go through and do that again and it's kind of nice to be able to have that chance to do it which is why i like the the fire the fire emblem games a lot is one, well, one of the reasons is that you can you know there are certain characters that if you try to use they're going to suck right but um some of them they usually give you enough to where you can kind of mix and match and use certain ones and they'll still be pretty good and use others that will end up pretty good as well so um, mm. It allows you to kind of mix and match and do certain things and stuff, and and those kind of things I really, really just enjoy about the series as a whole. Okay. So you wanted to talk about the weapons triangle, or did you? Uh, just, just very briefly. I, I don't want to get into it too heavily in, in case someone is is just learning the game and, and is curious what this is. Just basically, it's this triangle shape that shows between three weapons, uh, they're all balanced out basically. So you have spears, or lances, I guess, oh. uh, swords and axes. And one is always more effective against another one while being weak against the third one. So let's say we have uh, someone using swords. Swords are effective against axes, but they're incredibly weak against lances. Mm. And then what axes are, are strong against uh, lances. lances, but then weak against swords. And lances are strong against axes. Swords. No, swords, swords, and weak against axes. So uh, it's really a nice dynamic. It works really well. 
Uh, often characters can use more than one weapon, so you can set it up like if you're putting your character into position, you know there's a bunch of sword enemies coming towards you, you would set up with your uh, lance. So it's really a nice, effective way of balancing out strategy weapon-wise. We also have a magic triangle as mm -hmm. well, which is, is pretty neat. Uh, dark which magic, is light magic. And dark magic, light magic, and, and animus. Is yeah, it? it's animus. Animus. And so dark magic is affects animus. Mm -hmm. Uh, animus to light, light to dark. Animus, there you go. Thank you. No so I, I really like that. It's a really cool uh, dynamic. It works really well, and it, it adds a nice little flavor to the strategy as well. So. I would say it's easy enough that it's not entirely too convoluted because I know certain uh, tactics tactics games. Uh, one example, um, if I'm remembering it correctly, I love this game by the way, Final Fantasy Tactics. You know, it has tons of different... Um, Boomerangs, and if I remember, all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, it has tons of different jobs and stuff. But then, you know, if they have shields, it's hard to attack them from, from the front, so you have to get behind them or to the side and all this, which is cool, which is nice in a way, but it, it, it can leave people very... It just kind of like, ugh, like right. <laughs> mentally weird. Ogre does similar. Well, it's right? the same, same guys. Right. So. Uh, Quest, is it? Or? Uh, no, what's what's the name of the team? Is it Quest? I forget. Um, I, yeah, I don't quite remember. I just remember this, no, the creators. The creators are the same, the same <laughs> group of peeps. Yo. Um, right. <laughs> but uh. And that's their vibe, right? That's how they right. they to set up their games. That's that's cool. It's just a lot more of a. Uh, a lot more of a commitment. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Fire Emblem is too, but I mean... It is, but it's a little more... I, w I don't want to say generic, but it's a lot more user-friendly if you're just diving in. Hmm. In some ways. Well, <laughs> Permadeath. Maybe maybe Shining Force is the best then to start with. This is pretty easy. Shining Force is probably the easiest, I guess, mm -hmm. out, of, out of the bunch. But, but uh, Except for e Eternal Eyes. Ugh, that one's just <laughs> terrible. But that one's just way too easy. But anyways... Um, yeah, that's that's all I kind of wanted to mention. I just really like the the dynamic between those those weapons and stuff. And this this is kind of a thing that needs to be brought up. Is what is your feelings on permadeath? Oh, I don't mind it. I uh, for this kind of game, I don't mind it. I, I suppose if it was a just turn based strategy, uh, turn based RPG, or or like an action RPG or something, I might not like it. And I don't mean. As in roguelikes, I just mean as if you have a party of characters and someone dies for, for the action RPGs. Um, but for this, it kind of makes sense. You're in a war, and if you're going from battle to battle and somebody died, it, it would kind of make sense. I mean, I know we're in a video game world, and so anything is possible in, in some regards, but I don't mind it. I mean, I, I know some people absolutely loathe it. They, they just despise it, but I don't really find it as a game-breaking problem or anything yeah i kind of I, I agree i think it it helps heighten the sense of mm, danger well, of, of caution so you're not just mm. with reckless abandon which you can get away with with in shining force you oh yeah be like, <laughs> go assault go and then he's just going in front <laughs> and get bashed but... and then you're like oh don't worry we'll bring you back Peter can come back forever. So. <laughs> but there's there's a reason he's a phoenix. At least that makes sense, right? Mm. <laughs> it's, that, that one makes sense. But 
But anyways, uh, um, yeah, you do throw caution in the wind a lot. But that doesn't, not that we're talking about Shining Course today, but that doesn't mean that that game is any less challenging because of it. It, mm-hmm. it really depends on the balance of game, right? Mm-hmm. It, it might not work as well in Fire Emblem. It might just really make this game too easy then. Uh, it, it's a challenging game and it needs that, that permanent death feature to make it still challenging all the way through. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, yeah, I kind of... It's just ingrained in the series too. I don't, I don't know if you took it out, if that would really help the series. Maybe if you wanted to make some sort of easy mode for for newcomers, well, that would be fine. But yeah, I think that's what Awakening did was allowed you to choose that where they didn't die permanently. Okay. Well, I don't mind that if you have the option. I don't really mind that, but at the same time, I don't have this problem with the the developer saying, "Well, we want to have this in the game." Mm. I don't. I've never understood that when people complain about certain things, the way a developer did something in a game, unless it's actually game breaking, right? Mm. Or, or some somehow it it makes the game unplayable. So uh, this does not make the game unplayable. It's just a part of the universe. It's mm-hmm. a part of the the gameplay. So I, I don't have an issue with it. Uh, anyways, why don't we play a quick round of Ten Degrees of Taylor? Da, 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 ding, da, da. Ding, ding. Oh, so this one is gonna. We're gonna just try to do rapid fire here. It's um, it's gonna be the classes in this game. Okay. We'll do the classes. Right. So there's and there's quite a few. So it's a little hard because in this game, uh, you can level up your classes to a higher class. Mm. So how do you want to do that? Do you want to just bunch those together, or do you want to do them separately still? Because they there are some differences, obviously, right? Some classes that start out are are different than when they are promoted. So. Mm. I was thinking we should probably still separate them, but probably. just mention, mention that they're they're together, sort of, mm. uh, after you level up. You cool with that? That's, I'm cool with that. Okay, so I'm going to just do the first three characters instead of uh, classes. We'll do Lynn, Ellawood, and Hector as their own class, because they sort of are. I would say they are the lords, after all. Right, they're lords. So what do you think about uh, like Lynn? Let's give her a score out of 0 to 10. Oh, goodness, you're going that way. Um, yeah, you, don't, you don't necessarily have to explain uh... all... Kind of thing. Yeah, I'd, I'd say eight. Eight. Okay. Eight, what about Elwood? Uh, Elwood. Mm, uh, his is pretty beastly for me this time around. So I'm gonna give him nine. The first, the first uh, level he's at before he gets promoted. Uh, both of them. I like I said, the RNG gods were shining on me through, through these playthroughs. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, uh ten. Yeah. Well. More so when he becomes a great lord. As you said, he becomes almost indestructible by, like, level 16. Like, almost nothing can crack him. Right. <laughs> Except for magic. Magic does harm him quite a bit. Mm. Magic is the one thing that he, he can't withstand. But any weapons, he's just like, yeah, whatever. Get out of my face <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> right. So, and Elwood gets really good at after he gets promoted. Lynn sort of just stays the same. Even She doesn't really become much more powerful or, or much less powerful. Mm. Uh, what do you think about the mercenary? This is one I'm kind of like, eh. Uh, I didn't... Didn't use him much, I mean, to yeah, be honest. I, I tried to, but then I always kind of go, nah, we'll, we'll go with somebody else. Yeah. Uh, I would probably give it about 6.5. Oh, okay. I'm going to give him just like 5 average. What about the hero? This is the upgraded uh, mercenary. Those are, of, of course, beastly. Once they're like at a certain point, mm. but um, 
but like by end game and end games are always tricky because those are always like yep you should have been doing much more at this point um right <laughs> i would probably put that at an 7.5 well that was obviously debatable in your brain um well i was gonna say about... eight but i just I, I didn't use too many of the heroes i'm, I'm probably gonna look at about six so what about the thief no, I don't uh, like. Come on, admit overall. it. They're poop, except for what they can do. <laughs> right, right, they're fighting. They're poop. I mean, well, of course, yeah. One or two damage most of the time. They're, yeah, lucky if you get five or six. They're, they're meant. I think for... the archers are one of the few they can sort of get at. Um, I'd give them a four. Yeah, I'm gonna go three. I, I they're really useful at getting items. Obviously, they get some awesome items. But, right. Um, the assassin. Um, if they can do the one hit KO thing which is when it the which screen, is quite often which well i would say with 25 to 30 percent or something with jafar that's because jafar is, oh, J- jafar is pretty awesome <laughs> pretty insanely awesome um yeah he mm, yeah but in the same hand he kind of pissed me off when i had to recruit him in that chapter <laughs> that is a pretty stiff chapter well especially in hector's version because Mm. He likes to he likes to die in that right. One. You gotta you gotta separate your team properly on that mm. one. Well, even then, there's just sometimes where it just it's impossible because plus you're trying to protect uh, what's the girl's Nino. name? Nino. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> but but the assassin one, I would probably give it about. I'd I'd probably clump it with the hero there around seven point five or so. I'm gonna go seven point five as well. Just they don't do too well on damage, so, mm. especially magic. But but they're they're pretty good. Um, I'm probably gonna say wrong. The Miramdun, Miramdun. Um, oh, the Miramdun. Yeah. Um, I like these guys. Two. <laughs> okay. See, I like these guys, but they. I like them, but they're, but they're they not effective. Don't, don't like you need you need to like coddle and caress them and grow them and. Uh, shine. When you get him by, you're thinking this guy's gonna be awesome, and then you get him, and he does. <laughs> Two or three damage he's, most of the time. He's, he's just he's he's pretty good for, for um like not at the start. No, you have to you have to you have he's to coddle. My little guy. <laughs> yeah, you do have to you you gotta you gotta caress them oh. and love them and hug <laughs> them and squeeze them. There'll be no caressing on the battlefield. <laughs> but um I I I do like them, so I'd give them a seven. Don't get too many of them, though. No. Honestly. Guy is the one I can think of. There might be somebody else that I'm... I'm sure there is somebody else that I'm uh, No, because they're kind of... But Guy's... Carol's Car- Car- already evolved. Well, evolved. Carol's already promoted by that. He's already a, a sword master. Which is amazing. Those Sword masters are pretty good. But again, take tons of damage. Mm. I would... Somebody with a spear can still damage them pretty damn badly. That's why he carries spear killers. Um... Or lance killers. Uh, the um, I'd give them an, an eight because they they if they can hit get it, they're critical going. Right. If they can get good. that going, then you know. You cool can... attack. It does a jumping <laughs> sort of a dragon punch thing. <laughs> right. Looks, looks kind of cool. As I say, if you can get them to go after mage users or magic users real quick, that can take them out unless they're mm-hmm. really really high in defense. Yeah. Uh, we don't really get them much, but the soldier. I don't. I guess you can't really control them, though, can you? Mm. Let's skip the soldier. I don't think you can control them at all. So, uh, the fighter. 
Hmm. Yeah, I didn't rank the Swordmaster. I'm going to give him a seven. Sorry, I didn't even realize that. Because you're so yes. No, I like them. They're they're all right, but you you only get the one essentially if you don't level up guys. Um, uh, I'm the trying. The fighter. You get quite a few of these. I was about to say, I Dorcas. He was, <laughs> what a great name! What an Dorcas. amazing. <laughs> he he's pretty cool though. He was he's kind of the silent, you know, he, strong, he actually, silent type. He, he shows up in a previous game too, which is nice, if I recall right. He I th- shows or, up. Fairly early, in or this in game. in bar. I think it's Barcher. Barcher might be the one that shows up. Barcher, yeah. yeah. Barcher or Barcher. Barcher yeah. Um, but like interchangeable. These two guys, they're, they're essentially say, just exactly the same. Just I color opted palette. to use both of these guys and Max and got them really really high, and yeah. they were glorious. But the the fighter <laughs> level, I would give him about a seven because it's they can still whiff. And they can... Yeah, I, I'm gonna go six because of that. They they miss quite a bit actually, yeah. and if they have the hand axes, they're they're quite ineffective. Mm. But but I like I like the look of it. I just love the the axe just <laughs> and and how he's sort of bouncing and he's he's huffing because the axe is so big kind of <laughs> on the screen. I like I like the look a lot. Um, but yeah, only six just because they miss quite often. What about the warrior then? So the upgrade. The upgrade's amazing. It's an they're pretty good. They're, they're pretty good. Violent. Kind of cool looking. They've got the, this sort of almost feather boa things on their shoulders. <laughs> they 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 do some some mighty. They're damage. all right. They're all right. They're, uh, interesting combo. The bow and the axe. Hey, that's an interesting combo. It's a it's a damning combo too. Because no, it's good. It's good. Because if you can uh, get that that bow level up there, then like oh surprise, and then chopping in little pieces. Right. You, oh, you get the who's the guy you get later on in the game with the purple hair? Um, he's uh, already a warrior. What's um, uh, Geist or no? What, the Geist, I think. Something. Something. Yeah. Uh, he he doesn't I, show up in one of them. I think. I think you have to go. A oh, maybe, maybe maybe you're right. Oh, you're right because he he actually attacks you. Right. You, a certain character. I forget who. Someone has to talk to him, and then he he's sort of whoa! I didn't know you're part of this team kind of thing. Mm. I think I think Dart. I think Dart's the one, the pirate. Oh, you're right. I think it is Dart. All right. Speaking of that, let's let's go with the pirate. Nah, he sucks. You only get one, so I I thought he was lying. Yeah, I, I, I like never Dart. I, I love the double axe and the four. But I, I like him. I, I'm going to give him a seven. And then what about the corsair? I never used him, so um, no, I, I have I have gotten him prompt, before. I guess. Well, I have used him before, but not this time. So yeah, I did. I, He's he's basically the fighter and the warrior, just that he can go on water. I mean, so he can be effective at times, and he's pretty strong. He might be stronger than the the warrior actually because he doesn't have the bow, so his strength and stuff goes up higher. Mm. So I personally like using him. I use him right to the end, even. Okay. Uh, I find him quite effective, okay. but he can only use an axe. A five. Uh, then we got the berserker. That's um, Hawkeye, right? Yeah, oh, I I like Hawkeye. Hawkeye, I mean, you get him, and he can he can take in the, shit tons right. of damage. Like you can have him in there. And... He he he's he's pretty good to use, even if yeah. you don't level him up. He can still be used kind of later on. You're like, I need a character that won't die. Hawkeye, go <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Um, oh, he he gets quite a bit of health. Yeah, so I'd give think I'd about give him an eight. At least sixty, I think I had him up to sixty one <laughs> or two hit points. He's pretty good. Plus, he's just so massive, right? He looks so big on the screen. And if you give him that killer axe, whoo, watch out. He's, He'd be he's deadly. Oh, he's deadly. With that thing, so. Yeah, I give him. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I'm going to go nine, actually. I really found that. Okay. But he can miss, too, sometimes. Mm. And when he, when you really need him to come through in the clinch and you're like, I need you to do this critical hit, it seems about 50-50. He's actually pretty good. You're like, oh, it only says maybe 30 or 40 or something, but he's he's pretty effective. Uh, yeah, go. Hawkeye, go. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I probably just love anyone named Hawkeye. I mean, I love the Marvel comics, Hawkeye. Too, so <laughs> if you name your character Hawkeye, I'm probably going to like him. Uh, all right, so we get the Archer. See, a lot of people hate Archer units and Fire Emblem, mainly because yeah. they they can't counter when they're you know one like square one to one yeah one to one counter like with the because archers have to attack from two out yeah but i personally don't mind that i i think it i mean it's it is a little weird if you were in a battle i mean you probably would shoot your your arrows if you're that close still but well i, I would right. say seven i, I mean i, I uh, they're, they're pretty effective still who, who did you like using more rebecca or will uh, Will. Uh, uh, Rebecca is okay, but so, something... Will just seems to have a little bit more damage. He does. Will, so, Will's got a lot uh, more going for him than Rebecca. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Rebe it's weird, because you would just think they would be kind of similar, but Rebecca does seem a bit weaker. Mm. Um, Will, Will's I don't know if she improves. Easy. Yeah, I don't know if she improves a lot over not time. Enough. But <laughs> not enough. I haven't used her that far. So. So, um, I'd give these guys uh, an 8. I like to use them. I, I do. I like then them. what about the Sniper? Will Sniper, uh, he's, he's glorious. Uh, I'd give him, I'd give him a, a nine. He's got that bow that's bigger than himself. He's, like, <laughs> he's holding the arrow way over his head. As he the arrow looks like a damn. Those silver bows, oh, pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go eight point five. They're, they're, at least Will. I don't know about Rebecca. As you mm. said, but uh, another character that's quite similar, the Nomad. That's uh, that's a little. Uh, that's an interesting kind of addition because because mm. they have the the short bow which is kind of like a more critical one there if i recall isn't it like the short... uh i don't think it's more critical i just think it's or more more bow, more accurate or something maybe more accurate maybe that's there's, there's, there's something about it but um i i don't really use it mm. i i generally don't use him just i don't, I don't the uh what's the, uh, what's the guy's name um wrath wrath yeah Wrath um, comes with that longbow, though, at first, which is pretty helpful. Mm. So he can shoot two spaces beyond. He's, right. I, uh, I like him. I, I use him for a while, and then I, I usually don't get him to level up. Mm. I, I use him for for quite a bit, and then I just get to that, that range of level 18, 19, or whatever. And I'm just like, ah, he, he was effective, but I don't really feel the need to use an item to promote mm -hmm. him. Personally, I'd give him a 6. No, you're going to give him a 7.5. The Nomad Trooper, I think I've used once or twice. I, I did try to level up, I think, once. And it's all right. I mean, he gets a sword and a bow, but you don't really ever feel he needs to charge in a battle with the sword. You're just like, why would I be doing that now? It's just more of a defensive thing for himself, right? Mm. More or less. So I, I would, I, I'd probably even go down. I might even say seven. I think the Nomad feels more effective. I've never actually leveled him up. <laughs> I'll be honest, I so, okay so i never got to experience the wonderful trooper oh fair enough all right what about the cavalier cavalier, cavalier. um i i like cavaliers they're they're good yep. sort of depending on which yeah. <laughs> which one you go with there no it's not uh lowell <laughs> he's, he's pretty shit i was gonna say like kent kent is not a not a 
He's not as good as Sane. Sane is. No, uh, they work in tandem well, though, because Kent's a little more accurate, but Sane's a little more reckless, so he does more damage. Right. Uh, but Kent, Kent's sort of um, streamlined, right? He's sort of in the middle. Like, his stats just kind of grow all around. He's, he's very more generic. And Lone does it's... suck. Hey, Lone. Oh, he's so crap. Lone is the worst. Uh, uh, he needs to. He he's got a decent look, so you're thinking, okay, this guy might be okay, but he's he's, he's not very good. <laughs> I'd, um, I'd give him. But Sane is is Sane is insane when it comes to damage. But man, he also can he gets taken. smoked. Yeah. He can get taken out pretty easily. Yeah, so. I'd give him a six point five. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a seven. What about the uh, the paladins then? Uh, well, the early ones are just there to take hits nah, and beat you. Mar- Marcus, nah. <laughs> yeah, um. Link. You become too reliant on him, especially as a new player. Right? I, you're like, oh, well, this guy can destroy everybody. And well, then you realize near the end, you're screwed by <laughs> just using Marcus all the time. Right. Damn. But I mean, he's useful. He's good. He's obviously he's, really good. He's good for taking, taking he, hits. He's a sort of, yeah, he's, he's sort of, ultimately, he's not good for the team, right? Mm. Ultimately. So, and then you get was Isadora. Yeah, she's terrible. She's not very good. So I'm actually going to go down. I think the Cavaliers are, are more effective. In general, like, like uh, the paladin is like pretty, pretty six. I'd, yeah, I'd yeah. probably agree with you on that one. But they get to use all the weapons, which is is effective, though, mm. which is kind of cool. Uh, we're we're starting to hopefully peter this out here. Uh, ugh, Pegasus Knight. Now, if you got the this is the thing that I didn't like about this game was that you could only get the the triple Pegasus the Pegasus sisters like third hectares mode and the thing is is if you can surround an enemy with on three different sides with them they'll have a they'll do an automatic crit and just oh. destroy units and stuff and of course you can't do that until you only play hectares mode mm. uh where you get farina but i personally like the pegasus so pegasi pegasus pegasus get lost i, I, I don't like them. i like i like them so I don't like Florina. Just the the first one. You guys, uh, well, she, I, I, yeah, she, super weak at first. She gets shitty weapons, and then yeah, she can be fairly decent if you. She can be, but I, I think I have good gone to the trouble. But this time, I just didn't feel like going to the trouble. At all. So, Fiora, and I think she Fiora. she died a few times on me, so I just got a little frustrated, and I just took her out of the party. You're off the team. Yeah, she was Batch off. Woman. So. Um, I and then the Falcon Knight falls. Sorry, you were oh, I was gonna say I give him, I give him the Pegasus. The, the Pegasus Knight, uh, probably like a seven. No, I'm just gonna go four. I, I just didn't find him. Yeesh. Uh, the Falcon Knight. Then I'd give him. I'd give him an eight. They can be pretty good. Yeah, uh, probably six point five. Uh, the Wyvern Rider. I do very well with these guys. These these guys are tough. You you've got to know what you're doing with them. They're they're not easy to use. They're not good, but to use. <laughs> when, you, when you use them properly. Uh, you know they've got to sit at the back a lot of the time, and then they rush in for that big attack. They they can be really good. Mm, I'd give them but a two. No. I never like pretty much everything hurts them though. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, magic destroys them. Archers destroy them. Uh, axes destroy them. The you know, only thing you can really be effective against is the swords. So, but I do like them. I, I don't know why. I just I, I do like. Them. Mm. I, I'll probably go seven. Uh, so the Wyvern Lord is is basically the same thing, right? Just a little right. Bit more powerful. Yeah, seven. Three. <laughs> <laughs> so I find them effective, and I don't like the Pegasus Knights. I think that's Pegasus Knights have the magic thing going for them. Ah, uh, that's why I uh, I like that a lot. But I just found that they would get smoked like all the time. Archers would just be like, "Hey, <laughs> how you doing? Uh, 
<laughs> so you need to steal the um the shield. Yeah. Well, I can't anyways, remember if there's a side point. There's a shield that you but, can get that will stop that from happening. Le monk. <laughs> Le monk. The monk. Mm. Not too effective. I, I really don't. I don't know. Don't find use for them, really. Mm. Not enough uh, black mages for me to be concerned enough to use them. I would say, yeah, not terrible. I'd like to use them. And if you level them up and get them to like uh, the S class or like the A and S class ranks for the, the weapon. Uh, uh, the light tome, I guess, <laughs> but um, uh, light tome. But um, uh, I would probably give them a seven point five. Oh, pretty high. Yeah, uh, like... I'm just gonna go five point five. Mm. Not not too effective for me. The cleric. Um, I I like them a lot, so mm. I'd probably go with mm, probably an eight. Okay, I'm gonna go seven. I mean, good. They're not bad. Just the not much. Uh... Map movement, right? They they can't move very far on the map. Mm. Uh, the bishop, pretty good. He's well. I mean, yeah, Renault can be good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. I'd probably just go with like a like a seven. Okay, I'm gonna go six point five. Uh, the troubadour, <laughs> I don't even know. Troubadour, troubadour, whatever. Troubadour. The uh, the uh, the <laughs> Um, uh, I use this one much more than the cleric, to be honest. As I uh, say, she yeah, it can be pretty good. Just has has the ability to move across the map a lot. Right. Generally, um, there's only a couple of maps where not effective. Seven. I, I'm gonna go eight. The Valkyrie doesn't uh, look anything like a Valkyrie. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Same eight. thing essentially, right? But right. now you can use some magic, so can defend themselves, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But uh, unfortunately, can't heal themselves. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Quite an interesting <laughs> proposition. You can heal others, but not thyself. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so you got to use those forts if, if they get in trouble. But, mm. uh, yeah, I'll probably stick with uh, eight, I guess. Uh, the mage. Um, these are yeah, these are pretty good. So uh, they're eight. Yeah, I'm gonna go eight. The sage. <gasps> Ten. Yeah, the sages are. <laughs> Quite good. Um, oh, why is the name escaping me? Pent. Ah, uh, yeah. Pent, 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 the the one guy you get later on. Yeah, he... Pent and Louise. Louise, is that right? Louise, yeah. I I like Pent, but I like uh, leveling up. Is it Irk? Yeah. I like leveling him up. He he gets pretty good actually. So. Yeah, Pent's not Pent, too bad. Pent and him together. Good team. <laughs> good team. Uh, all we got left here is the the shaman. Um, awesome. Awesome, but. Kind of hard to use. Like, yeah, when, really when you do, when you get, doing, yeah, so. when you get around to kind of getting used to how to use them, they are pretty, pretty saintly. Yeah, the druid, <laughs> I'd give them a nine. So sh- shaman is time is nine. Yeah, and druid, that's a ten. Okay, I don't really. I think I've used the druid just the one time, but uh, the shaman's pretty good. I'll, I'll go uh, eight. Yeah. Uh, the bard and the dancer. I five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, interesting idea, right? Mm. But can't level up, can't defend themselves. Well, they can level up, but it's just... well, sorry, they but they can't at the motive, right? I guess. Um, the the transporter, the <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
I like the idea. Yeah, and once he gets the wagon, once he levels up, pretty good actually. Mm, it's nice to kind of use when, him because when he's... he sits there's the tent, yeah. it, it's worth going through the pain. Mm. Actually, it, it actually is. I'd say so, seven. I, I like the idea. I, I'm gonna go eight. And I, I did miss one. That is the the knight. Mm. Big stocky knight. Big stocky knight. The these guys are great. These are pretty good. Wallace, not so much, but Oswin. Oswin, he's he's pretty much Hector Light. Yeah, yeah, pretty close actually. <laughs> I, well, he be, he becomes what Hector will become later on, because early on he he actually is pretty pretty strong and pretty defensive. Well, yeah, but even later on he can be pretty darn good. No, Plus, when he's when he's like a top end general. Mm. Well, you, we got to give a score to the knights, though. Um, I'd probably say an eight. I'm going eight point five, and in general, nine. I'm going nine point five. I I think the generals are incredibly useful. Just the only thing is that they're slow. They right. Far. But once you block one of those guys on a bridge, or something, <laughs> you're you're good. Like you might need a healer once or twice at the most. <laughs> Done. Once they're on the bridge, uh, Oswin's the man. You're like Oswin, block that bridge, okay? And he like just stands there, and you got archers behind him and axe throwers and, and you're good like he's he's ready to rock and, hit. and plus later on when he gets the axe and it's got that that amazing animation of it on that chain oh, it like yeah. flies straight forward, like crushes <laughs> someone's skull and then like, <laughs> whips it back pretty damn awesome <laughs> yeah what an amazing animation i wonder where they even thought of that like they could have who is that well, the um the say, warrior has that giant swing <laughs> his whole body <laughs> swings but they went for this with this flying axe <laughs> pretty cool i think it, i think it's from the previous game but i think there's something similar to it that's almost a uh, similar scorpion spear from mortal Kombat. It sort of is right it's just with, with an axe a giant axe <laughs> pretty cool I was imagining right. that they're like hand, and it's just a robotic hand, and it just comes detached and <laughs> <laughs> propels forward with like a rocket propul uh, propulsion system or something on it. And just, uh, yeah, yeah, all right. Well, um, that, that was a pretty long time to lose a tail. Yeah, it was. Jesus. Hopefully, people sat through that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was hoping to go a little faster, but uh, anything else you want to cover here quickly? Um, the the villains. Villains, villains, villains. What did you think of the antagonists? They're okay. I mean, I like the idea of the the Black Fang. This sort of, I don't know. They're almost like a nomadic tribe in a way, and they they sort of get pull, pulled into this conflict. It doesn't really feel like they um they necessarily want to fight, hmm. but but they're sort of drawn in by by these other causes. Um. The all oh, the, the the girl's names escape me with the gold eyes. Um, um Sonia. Yeah, I, I could kind of do without her. She's she's all right. She's just sort of this character pulling the strings, but yeah, she's not really, uh, not really effective to me. The main villain, um, his name's also Nergal. Yeah, Ner Nergal. <laughs> um, that's actually, if I recall right, I think that's um, in reference to uh, an old like epic tale or something. I could be wrong, okay. but they, they a lot um, of the names that they draw are from that. Especially his weapon. His weapon is based off of that. He he starts out as almost a Saturday morning cartoon villain with his eye covered and like I'll get you kind of <laughs> here and there a little bit. Not not 
too bad. But as the story progresses, you get a bit more of what's going down with him and 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 such. Um, he's all right. I mean, I, I, if I had to rank him, I I wouldn't say like he's the, one of the most memorable villains I've ever seen, kind of thing. But he has his motive. It's it's a little bit cheesy. It's just sort of shaking his fist at the world in a little bit of a way. But well, but, uh, that's that's where the not totally the, the little side stories come in and right. kind of help paint that a bit more because they if you if you do all the 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 side stories for that that, that deal with the uh, Kishnua, which is that kind of the magic suppressor the magic mm-hmm. seal kind of guy um yeah. once you do kill Nergal, it'll actually have a little bit more dialogue not too overly much more but it'll kind of connect everything and right. you, you kind of feel bad for Nergal. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> kind of i guess but but there there is a decent amount of story that gets revealed quite late in the story one thing i didn't like is this game's pacing kind of sucks it's, i mean it's a little it's wonky. it's all back-ended right it, you're you're going through chapter after chapter and it's just we're going to go to this town <laughs> and they're just <laughs> on this this goofy journey almost and then finally uh, there's this breaking point and there's suddenly this information dump and this and this and this and you're like oh come on could this could have been spread out a little bit i think but that that's one thing i don't like about the game i just feel the end is just talk 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 here's a huge battle and then talk 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 and and it's not paced well yeah the pacing is a little i think this is where the the hector mode helps because it does kind of help when you do the side stuff actually give you some some kind of tidbits to nibble on and and stuff it does but it doesn't mean it it, it, the game gets stretched out quite a bit at the end it feels like Mm. Uh, there there probably could have been points where they could have had you you visit the sacred temple and someone could have given you some more information on what's going on kind of thing instead of we just got to go to the dragon see you and and that that's quite a bit of the game actually just sort of marching from town to town and now we're on a boat. <laughs> this kind of thing. It's fine. And a lot of players are probably going to skip the story, honestly, anyways. Uh, they just want to get from battle to battle. But mm. And you can do that. You can skip everything. Um, but, yeah, I just kind of find that the back end of the story is just way too heavy. I think they could have done a better job with that. That that would probably be my biggest complaint with the game. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a little... Mm. Uh, so... But yeah, <laughs> not bad. Just, just not, not done well, not paced well. Well, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's it's not the best pacing, but yeah, not really. I, I can't really argue. <laughs> it's not like that. <laughs> yeah. So I think so, there are a few games that kind of do that that way. So oh, there's plenty of games that do that. I mean, you get one of the most important characters shows up literally pretty much at the end, and he's like, I'm going to join the battle! <laughs> I could have used you the whole game, you asshole! <laughs> Thanks, sir. Thanks for jumping in to yeah. steal the glory. And he's he's absolutely vital to the last battle, even. It's not just sort of, I'll help. It's like, I will do everything now. Not, well, <laughs> not necessarily. Not if Just you, about, though. Not if, Come on, not if your lords are beefy. Well, I, I, you're still taking a bit of a chance if you move them in a certain spots on the on the map. So, I, a, I no, well, that's where that's where Connus comes in handy. The, the yeah. druid, he he totally totally tells Nergal to shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, and also if, Wait, if, 
Huh? Wait, who did you say? Are you talking about Nur- the Nurgle fight or? Yeah. Yeah, if, if, if Kanas, the druid. He he's he gets pretty beefy, and using him. Oh, oh sorry, I'm. I thought you said somebody else. Oh, oh no, and then um, also Lucius. If you get Lucius up there, you know, fully fully developed and everything, he'll put the smack down on. Not Matthew, unfortunately, Matthew. Uh, he would die. Yes. <laughs> A thousand <laughs> horrible days. <laughs> he would not. He's all right as an assassin. He's all right. The other guy's better. The um, no, um, oh, well, Legault. Letter L. Um, Legault. What's his name? Legault. Yeah. yeah. He he's okay as a Same. assassin, but yeah, yeah, assassin don't do too well in there. Same. It's those magic magic spells that don't. Just... Do well. I think the game is Nils Nils probably too effective. <laughs> And it'll <laughs> well, no, it depends. If you, if you, uh, if you know, one of your lords needs to to do the final. Blow. I'm talking about Nils one on one. Yeah, that one. Just given Negrol a second chance to kill me. <laughs> You'd only need one. You'd only need one. You know, sure. oh. Maybe he would dodge the first one though. I, I think think he was he was awesome. Anyways, um, we probably we can wrap this up. up. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Any final final words? Um, if if you've never played a Fire Emblem game, I would say try to find this one. I don't think it's available on the the uh oh the virtual console, the Wii U one. I believe you're correct. It's, Unfortunately, I don't think it is. It just came out for the Japanese one a couple months ago. So oh, so then there could be hope. Yeah. Um, if you can find a way to play it it's it's a it's a nice starter one that i mean if you do like it you there's a lot to dig into mm. so and if you don't like it you can be like eh, at least it wasn't stressful then you can just kind of be like okay you guys are assholes you shouldn't have suggested this <laughs> um but i i like it there's there's a whole lot of other stuff that we didn't get to talk about no kind of yeah, yeah. but i mean a... that's uh, umbrella umbrella uh <laughs> Umbrella edition. Umbrella. <laughs> so, but I mean, yeah, there's just so much other stuff that's that's little nuances that makes fire fire emblem fire emblem, mm-hmm. and it's you know without the supports and everything, it's just it just wouldn't be the same. <laughs> so, give it a try. Try it. Try it. Try it. Try it if you can if you can find it. Ish, um, yeah. Hopefully, it will become a downloadable game. I. I I don't know, but I would guess a lot of GBA games have unfortunately gone up in price, especially complete copies of stuff. Mm. Um, you know, I've well, fortunately hung on to mine, so I have the complete copy, but I'm sure that they're not going cheap on, on eBay or, or wherever else. So, But maybe the cart, you might be able to find maybe, if you're lucky, $20, $30. Uh, don't quote me on that. But. I was about to say, look, I got the the full things in in japan and they were kind of expensive so it's okay so it's then they're, they're probably a, fairly expensive in north america right it's a bit of, of a pricey one right but if, if you're looking if you do like strategy rpgs and you're looking for something a little different and you still have your gba or or your uh ds i guess ds light or ds kicking around uh it's worth looking into for sure especially with this awesome music yeah, pretty good music. Um, 
just keep going. I told you to keep going. Jeez. I don't know what else to say to that. I'm just going to let you sing. So. Um, but yeah, try, try to track this one down. If you, <laughs> I was going to do the drum beat, but I've forgotten it. So. The bongo beat. Um, but yeah, if you can track this one down and you do like strategy RPGs, give it a, give it a shot for sure. It's, uh, it, it's one that's worth checking out. Indeedy. So, yeah. All right. I guess with that, we will wrap it up. So thank you for listening to another episode of Power On Podcast Portable. We hope you enjoyed our very brief look, well, a little bit long, on Fire Emblem <laughs> today for the GBA, which is, uh, could you once again say the Japanese name? Uh, Please. Uh, Fire Emblem Neka no Ken. Okay, so uh, just Fire Emblem in North America, and I'm, I apologize, I don't know if it was just called that in Europe, but it probably was just called Fire Emblem. Blazing Sword! Yes. <laughs> so uh, check it out, and we hope to catch you again next time. Bye.